welcome back to another episode of MRP. As always, I'm Daniel. So today we are going to be doing a topic and a little discussion on mental health. And with me today is Kevin. Hello. And Kevin is the newest host of MRP. What's up? Welcome me to you. <laughs> <laughs> and he is in no shape or form replacing Jose. It's just an addition. <laughs> why, do you have to, why do you have to put that out there? Because <laughs> I, just, I just need to put that out there, okay? okay? I no know one I'm, was thinking that until I know, you said I know, it. But I just so need now. to clarify because they're gonna be like, "Well, where's where's Jose? Jose okay, can right. make it today." Oh well, where is Jose? He is out of town with uh, you know personal stuff. Whoa, um, you know we all have lives too. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, for sure. Uh, so like I said, today we're talking about uh, mental health. Um, to kind of start off, um, Kevin, what does what does mental health mean to you, or how, how do you view it? How do you? It's pretty crazy because um, I don't think I ever even thought of this. Up until the past, what, like five, six years around there? Like, it was never an issue. You know, being a kid, like, no one thinks about things like that. No, we don't. Um, but, you know, when you're in that transitional stage into adulthood, that's when things start to hit the fan and you're like, whoa, things are not okay right now. Um, so, it's, it's definitely something that's a little more important to me now just because... Um, it's something that we, you know, that I go yeah. through and, you know, I'm sure we do too because it's something that's very common, but um, I think it's really important. I think it's really important for people to sort of be aware of it and understand that um, that they're not alone in thinking the way that they do. Like, there's a huge percentage of people who have different struggles and different, uh, you know. Yeah, no, definitely. Well said. I think one thing that I've realized is that um, especially like where my, the culture that I come from, you don't really talk about it. Yeah, um, that's, that's what's crazy about like Hispanic culture. Right? Yeah, and, like, and even even then, guys too aren't really like expressive, and a lot of times we're, we're expected not to be or like just not to of, feel, yeah. or at least not to show that yeah, we are feeling. Yeah, um, yeah. Like me personally, um, <clears throat> I don't think I have anything too serious, too severe, too serious. I was. Uh, I was curious one time because I have these like little ticks that I do these little nervous ticks. Um, like I'll do my, my shoulder will sometimes just move up because like, like I just like like, like, my that, like you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll that motion that I did. Yeah, no, it's like a weird little thing that I do, and like I like cracking my joints too. Um, and so like I've always, I'm always like okay, uh, like this is a normal reaction sometimes. <laughs> so I actually went to the doctor and I was like, you know, curious about that, and they're like, well, I mean, it's just something kind of normal that happens to people when they experience stress or something that may be a reaction to stress um and i was just like okay that's a more logical sense um it's like you know you, you might have a little bit of anxiety or something like that and they actually offered me like medication i took the prescription but i never never um actually took the medication what was it uh i do i don't i don't remember oh. i really don't remember it was just like maybe three or four years ago and i just kind of was like you know i think i can i think i can deal with it or handle it in a different way um and i have and it's it's like a reaction just to stress sometimes you just get a little stressed and then uh, and, but there are people out there that do have um something beyond that or um you know different circumstances that leads them to think and react in a certain way um and uh, here with us today as well is uh katie hi Hi. So, Hello. <laughs> so Katie is a uh, teacher by trade mm -hmm. and a mom as well. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a old friend, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could say that. Yeah. <laughs> you could. You could. <laughs> uh, you have permission to say she's your friend. Yeah. I got. I got permission. She signed the contract. <laughs> she signed the contract. <laughs> um, but yeah. No. Katie's here today. Um, really talk about uh, her experience and um, her story um, with mental health. Um, so what does mental health mean to you, Katie? Uh, mental health to me is, um, something, uh, I heard you guys mention that people are really talking more about, but we're still not talking enough about your mental health is just like you, you go to the doctor for your, you know, your physical health, you know, you check your, your heart rate, your weight, your height, your blood pressure. Uh, mental health is basically your state of um, your your emotional, psychological, the state of your brain, basically. 
which can also, the state of your brain also has an effect on the rest of your body. So, you know, you have the two, you have the physical and mental components that make up your body. So mental health is the one that's not often addressed because it's not visible. Like you can tell if somebody has, but you can tell when somebody breaks their arm, you know, it's very obvious, you know, but it's not always obvious uh, that somebody may be going through some kind of mental, uh, mental health issue. And so it's, it's my goal to, uh, and I'm not an expert by any means. Like I, like they said, I'm a teacher. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a daughter. I'm a consummate geek and a theater uh, theater person. I'm not an expert at all. I just have. I just. I'm somebody that wants to open up the discussion and make this as commonplace as saying, you know, oh, I got the flu last week, you know, right. and I feel like crap. Um, People should be able to say, you know, things about their mental health without being judged. And I think that that's, that's really important because like you said, a lot of people, since you can't see it, you know, mm-hmm. no one, no one really asks. Like we, we, we say, how, how are you today? Or like things like that, just to be polite and, and you cordial. say fine. Yeah. But, because, mm-hmm. but was the last time that you actually like, you exactly. know, well, you can't yeah. be like, oh, I'm feeling really depressed and suicidal today. Cause then it'd be like, uh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's that. There's that sort of like stigma. And just there's a there's a very large stigma, and the it, a lot of people and I've used I've used this. You know, people say you know fine because you uh, fine or you know they say I'm tired. You know, because people understand tired. Yeah. You know, people don't always understand. You know, it's like oh I'm tired on so many levels because of you know you know these reasons, but you can just say I'm tired. And that's that's acceptable to say, right? But, so again, so, so you want to get it to a point where you could be able to openly talk about like, hey, so how are you feeling? It's like, you know what, I feel really anxious right now, or right. I'm feeling really exactly just not okay. And exactly, know. it's like that's exactly what I want to get to that point where you know anything, and not just you know anxiety and and depression are the ones I can I can speak for. There's so many more mental health states that I couldn't even begin to start, uh, yeah, or mental health, um, diseases, excuse me, not states, diseases that, you know, are not discussed or if they are discussed, there's huge misconceptions. And that's, you know, I, I, there, it's kind of actually, too, I, I want to be able to just not only discuss, uh, like the state of, you know, your state of mind or mental health openly, but also you know, without the stigma, but also to like take away, you know, people making light of, of, of mental health situations. Um, so what would you say, uh, how would you, how would you say your state of mind is with, um, you know, anxiety and, and depression? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, currently or like I mean, over the, the entire, t- <laughs> I would say kind of like See, on a day-to-day that's, basis. That's, that's, I think yeah. one thing that people don't really understand is that it's not something that's, if you suffer from depression, it doesn't mean mm. that you're always going to be like right. depressed, right, no. you know, you're not it's, always depressed. It's, uh, it's all, ki- it's all chemicals on the brain. Um, uh, so, so you clarify the question, do you want to like current state of, well, of I guess mental like, health um, or like what, what started it all? Yeah. Or? I, I would say more what started it all. I would, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And look, I was, th- I was thinking about this a lot today. You know, I had, you know, every, every child has some level of anxiety and it doesn't have to be crippling anxiety, but you know, they're, they're afraid of the dark or they're, you know, have separation anxiety uh, is very common. And we don't necessarily say, you know, that there's uh, an anxiety issue there. Um, that's, those are more episodic. Um, but what, what I really point to a triggering factor of my, um, diagnosis was when I was, uh, in sixth grade. Sixth grade for me, uh, cause everybody's like, oh, you know, the transition to middle school. Yeah, that's a difficult transition. It was... I had supremely difficult teachers and assignments in in sixth grade, and it's like there was a switch. There's like it was like tripping a landmine in my brain 
to the point where I was just, I was not myself. I was stressed. I was, you know, way more stressed than a 11, 12 year old should be. Um, and you noticed it. Like I, you I noticed did. the change Oh, I noticed you. it. Yes. And I just, you didn't feel like yourself and you didn't know why you didn't feel like yourself and you felt bad for not feeling like yourself and you try to cover it up because you don't want people to worry. I had to take, um, and, and, and you know, and the thing with anxiety is like, you know, whatever you're worrying about is ridiculous. And when you say it out loud, you know, it is ridiculous. Like I remember very vividly, you know, like gym class, I like I was, I was losing sleep. I was waking up in the middle of the night. I'm like, what if my gym clothes are in the wrong locker? Uh, I'm like, okay. and my mom would go, well, Katie, how would, how would you even get somebody else's locker open that, you know, you know, she was trying to like ground me and say, you know, to, yeah. you know, to, to help me out. And I, I, it, you know, whatever you're worrying about when you have anxiety, it doesn't make sense and things like that. And, um, the anxiety in, in depression kind of went hand in hand, which is interesting because they, they often do. And it's, um, which is funny because they're kind of polar opposites touch on that later but i read that it really started in sixth grade but you know when you're 11 or 12 and this was back in i'm gonna age myself 1996 1997 and back then like not only you know antidepressants were on the market you know things like prozac were on the market but they were like not prevalent and especially not for young kids and so when I say like I went through every single, uh, every single vitamin, every single like holistic thing, like you know, listening to you know, ra- listening to like you know the rain sounds, like you know, trying to fall asleep, like the mm-hmm. white noise, uh, you know, the white noise uh, machines, the uh, lavender. Oh my god, like lavender. Until about ten years ago, the smell of lavender made me anxious which is really funny because it's not it's supposed, it's supposed to, to do the opposite it's supposed right? to calm you but there were so many products you know when i was going through that time and i'm just like you know i'm you know my hands twitching just thinking about it there are so many products that time that used lavender and they didn't work and so like i associated that with like you know being you know in that state of anxiety and so it didn't relax me at all it you know it made me even more anxious I didn't start on, they didn't want to start any prescription medication until I was, uh, until I had, until I was a teenager. So I was 14 uh, before they were, um, the doctor, you know, the doctor said, okay, you know, this, you know, we'll see, you'll put her on this. And this was after like every over the counters. And there were, like I said, there's not as many as there are, because there's more like, you know, melatonin and other things things that are over the counter that can help uh but there were maybe one or two things over the counter in between you know that and just you find your own ways to to cope with it and to deal with it so basically through all middle school i was coping with these chemicals in my brain you know the best i could until they finally said okay you know we'll we'll try this because there's a lot of trepidation because this is around the time where um columbine had just happened there was a lot that was misunderstood about um, antidepressants in teenagers. Like they were saying, there were studies linking it to you know them becoming suicidal. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of concern about at that at that time, and um, which is why they didn't want to do anything until I was 14 and in high school. And I literally remember, you know, because uh, I was put on uh, Prozac. I can't tell you how many milligrams it was, uh, but they put me on Prozac and. For the first time in years, I felt like I was on the same playing field as everybody else. I felt like everything was finally balanced. It didn't take away the anxiety. It didn't take away the depression, but it made me able to deal with it a whole hell of a lot better. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. And that was 20 20 years now. So I've been on various incarnations since then. So, and still am. So you can say the medication did help a lot. It did. It did. For me, yes. So, um, what was kind of the the overall reason or decision for the medication? Like, what what was kind of like the breaking point? Because you you obviously went through 
a lot of episodes, you know? <laughs> a lot. And there's probably more I don't even remember. It was just basically ruling out anything else that could possibly... And like I said, there's a lot more stuff now that... that because we've gotten in the past 20 years... Uh, there's a lot more, there's been a lot more studies, there's been a lot more research, there's a lot more, there's a lot more we can do, but there's a, we've come a long way in 20 years as far as helping student, uh, children, I keep saying students, children of that age, uh, but there wasn't back, back then, and so you just, uh, we tried every, like, you know, us, you know, counseling, therapy, over-the-counter medications white noise like the, uh like all kinds of like every lavender scented thing out there um journaling so basically you know we had all this evidence to say okay we've tried everything you know she's you know now she's 14 she's going to high school you know can we try this in and it and uh we did, and it just, it was a huge relief for me personally, because my, my chemical, my brain chemicals are finally balanced. Balanced, Yeah, exactly. I've been, I've been playing with like, you know, everybody else been playing with full deck of cards and right. I, I hadn't. So, you know, it felt like I was finally able to cope with the stresses of being a teenager, just like everybody <laughs> yeah, else. And I was about to say, that's, I mean, that's heavy just because especially when you're a teenager things are like things seem so much worse when you're you know going through that age that oh, yeah. it just makes especially if you're not playing with like a full hand it right, makes it a hell right. of a lot harder you know it, it 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 is and it it was you know i just still it, like because there's so many i could get on a soapbox and i probably will but um <laughs> pe- um because it, one of the things that bugs me is people in it's society, you know, they say like, oh, you know, people like are in a bad mood is like, oh, I just need to take a Prozac or something like that. It's like, that's not how that works. It's not like instant happiness. It's not like, you know, yeah. sunshine and rainbows. It's like you finally have the same levels of, of chemicals in your brain that can help you deal with what what everybody else does that have the that has the proper levels of brain chemicals so i imagine uh, it was like a kind of a trial and error with the medication as well oh it always is yeah. yeah it always is and i've been you know over the years you know as things as things change i've been on a couple different medications and you can tell pretty instantaneously if they work or if they don't within a couple of days because i've been on some they're like you know what nope this is bad put me back mm. on something else <laughs> this is not working i've been on higher doses i've been on lower doses some you know more geared towards anxiety you know i've taken you know more than one medication at a time so because some are good at, like you know geared towards uh more focused towards anxiety than than uh the fluoxetine the prozac it, yeah of course over 20 years it's gonna it's gonna change because not only do you physically change but your life changes and stressors change and of course. So yeah, been. T- <laughs> I've, I've, I've covered. I've covered a. a there, I've taken a fair number of them, but currently I take uh, fluoxetine, which is the the brand name is Prozac, but that's okay. the, that's the uh, duloxetine and fluoxetine are the two most common ones, and those are known under the names of Prozac, Prozac and Cymbalta. And you feel like these are like? Have you? Do you think you're at a place where? Um, you kind of have it figured out for the because I mean, I, like you did say, people change and like people change. Yeah, like for example, I the past few years I've had the past few years, Jesus, I've had you know I've had two children and they when you're when you're pregnant, there's only certain medications you can take, which is why I, I'm still on the Prozac because they put me on. Uh, Prozac, and they put you on the. Their goal is to put you on the uh, lowest possible dose to where you can still feel the effects. So you know that can be ten or twenty uh, milligrams. Um, but they want to make sure they're you know they're they're very conscious now of um, trying to prevent as much 
uh, PPD or postpartum depression as possible. So if you're already going in to the pregnancy and you have that, uh, you've been diagnosed with my personal ones are um, generalized anxiety disorder and uh, major depression. Mm-hmm. They want to make sure that they can head that off at the pass as much as as, as possible. So you know that's uh, the the mental the mental health um, has become a large component of that, which is which is which is good. It needs to be definitely. It's 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 definitely something that. Um, should be taken into account with all situations, not just Absolutely. like, yeah, of not course. just things like, Oh, are you feeling good today? Or things like that. You know, like, it's, right. It's, it's, it's not like, you know, you know, cause when you take, you know, when you take cold medicine, it's like, okay, you take one, if it's, you know, severe, you take one, if it's like flu symptoms, you take one, you know, it's, 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 you have to, you have to find one that covers a wide base. You have to get the right, not only the right chemicals, but the right amount of chemicals as well. So, and that's, it works. Medication works for me. And I, I fully accept that it doesn't work for, it doesn't work for everybody, but you know, in my case, in my case, it did. So. I think that that's what it's all about. It's finding what, what'll help you cope with it and what will help you the best and make you feel the best. Right. Mental mental health is a very, it's not one size fits all, you know, nothing in nothing in very few things in life are, you know, one size fits all. So one thing I find, you know, very, you know, damaging um, is the attitude, you know, that people have is like, Oh, well you just need to go out. You need to exercise. Mm -hmm. You need to eat right you need to cut this out. You need to cut that out. And for some people that works, you know, some people, a diet and exercise change, uh, totally, totally works, you know, but that what works for one person should not, you know, be what works for everybody else. Like I'm not going over and, you know, telling everybody it's like, Oh, you need to get on medication because that's what worked for me. Cause personally, so we need to have what I want to see is the dialogue saying, okay, this works for me. You know, will this approach work for me? Will this approach work for me? And have that be normal because basically I don't want, you know, people that take medicine to be going, there's something wrong with me because I have to take medicine. Right, you know? right. Because there's such a stigma attached to the medica- the taking medicine that there, there, that there shouldn't be. You know, and on the other hand, you know, if you, like I said, if diet and exercise and, you know, those holistic approaches work for you, that's, that's great. I'm glad that works for you, but don't criticize the people who do need medication because I think, you know, it, it may stop somebody from getting the the, mm-hmm. sti- the stigma behind medication and mental health stops a lot of people from getting the help that they need absolutely it's yeah. like you wouldn't you wouldn't you know judge somebody for putting a band-aid on like a scar or right. like a cut because i mean it's it's just what needs to be done to to take care to of it. take I mean, care of it right yeah, it's I don't like think anybody who's on medication it's not it's not for the better or worse they're not better or worse than anybody else it's just right it's just the situation and you know what I, th- th- I mean i guess not to not to throw any shade or anything but there is a huge um like shadow that's being cast over using medication you know, to help things right. like that by the, like the increasing health community that's growing about people, you know, um, steering away from, you know, dairy products or like right. meat products, things like that. They're right. saying like, no, all you need is you need to have some fresh air and like get sunlight and you'll feel so much better yeah. because that's what I do. I run five miles a day and I feel great. <laughs> but like, I feel that that is, it's, it's, it's on a certain level, it is causing people who can't live their lives that way to to feel bad that they're not they they're like oh that. man i can't do it you know the easy way i and have I to i don't think it's all coming from a bad place i think you know the people you know the, i think the majority of the people who are saying you know the things like you know the diet and exercise are genuinely trying to be helpful they're not try, but there's also a faction there's it's like split 50 50 so like there's generally trying to be helpful but there's others that are just like shunning any kind of um any kind of medicine and like basically for mental health saying you know it's my way or the highway you know is doing more harm than good um because you know people already don't want it's already not a comfortable thing for people to talk about you know and you know it's not it's not going to help if they already feel like you know they're going to be you know 
judged before they even what what were your um i would say like your friends or family or what was what was the overall reaction that you've gotten or support <laughs> of any um no i'm i'm very blessed um uh my family um has been always super supportive my mom was a freaking saint <laughs> Um, for, you know, those, those, those early years, uh, cause I knew, you know, as a mom now, like I knew it had to be frustrating, you know, that, you know, my, my kid feels like this, you know, and I can't help because like you said, you can put, you can fix a skinned knee very easily. You can get, you know, a cast for a broken arm. You know, I, I had those things happen. I knew that my struggle had an effect on her too, but she, you you would never know it. And actually, you know, we, the more is talked about in my family, because I have, I do have a family, there's a family history of depression through my mom's side, through my, my, we don't know for sure because he, again, he was never diagnosed, but my maternal uh, grandfather, uh, God rest his soul, the way his behavior, you know, his behaviors, you know, when my mom was growing up, you know, we would now call, you know, PTSD or okay. or depression, wow. but again, it wasn't talked about, and he just went through his life, you know, trying to cope the best he could because you know you didn't talk you didn't talk about those things. My mom has you know had been diagnosed as well, which is why she was able to help me so much because she she saw it and she said, okay, let's try everything we can to see what is going to, you know, to basically, I think, you know, she wanted me to, didn't want me to wait as long as she had to wait to get some kind of mental health help. Yeah. not to mention, it's probably hard on any parent really to see their child. In right. That state. It's that you to can't, be normal you can't fix it. Yeah. What is normal. You can't fix their setting on the dryer. No, but my family and friends have always been of great support and it's it's never been it's never been a it's never been a judgmental thing i've been very fortunate i've been very fortunate in the fact that i am able to talk about feeling this way or that way you know as far as my mental health goes and that has also opened me up to you know people coming and talking to me saying because i have people that deal with the same things i deal with i have people that deal with add adhd uh anxiety, OCD, I, a lot of acronyms in, in mental health. <laughs> um, and people, some people have, you know, the epi- episodic uh, anxiety or depression to where they don't have the condition like I do, but, you know, the, you know, life happens and their chemicals get out of whack and they know that I am, a, you know, because I have been openly talking about it, they know that they can come and talk to me and we can have that trust and we can have that discussion where I've read, where I've had the most resistance, honestly, is in in the workplace. Okay, I'm very fortunate now to where the pe- you know I, the people that I work with, uh, or most particularly with the director that I work with, is absolutely amazing. She also has anxiety. We've we've discussed this, but I've been able to go and tell her, you know, you know, I've been able to almost say, yo, okay, I'm having a. Like you say, you mm-hmm. need to talk to me. I'm having a panic attack right now. Please tell me everything's okay. She's like, oh no, I just need you to make these copies or sign these papers, yo, whatever, you know, so I can, she knows I have anxiety and so I can talk about it there. I've, I've brought it up to bosses in the past, you know, because they'll say, you know, they'll send the email saying, oh, we need to talk or can I see you or, you know, whatever. And I almost feel like, you know, looking back, I almost feel like there was, they were kind of using it, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. They they knew I had, you know, I opened up to, you know, them about having, you know, anxiety and it was just basically used as an excuse to treat me differently. Different like in what way? Like maybe not giving you the same amount of work uh, or? N- n- as in like justifying a a performance review or you know not not being as upfront with me as i could just just treat i can't exactly explain it just treated 
differently. Like I wasn't as capable. So like setting mm. a different standard for you. Right. Versus. And it's never, it's never blatant. It's never blatant, but you can tell. But you think it's, it's them trying to accommodate or more of like, um, I honestly don't know. I, okay. you know, it, it didn't, it didn't feel like an accommodation. It felt like, you know, it, 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 it felt like the, there's just this unspoken, thing like they didn't take into account that i have anxiety and so you need to do this that or the other like you know in one situation i think it's almost taken you know to an advantage but that was a like a reason not to like give you a raise or something like that like like i said like in a like a performance review situation like you know confide you know i'm confiding that i have you know these anxiety issues you're 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 using that almost as a filter of which to 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 judge me for you know for professionalism mm, okay and again i don't know because you you know like because people can get in big legal trouble for you know right for 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 discrimination like that so that you know you ne- it's never it's never blatant but i've been very fortunate the majority of the jobs <coughs> the majority of the directors and uh bosses that i've had you know have been you know have been amazing but that's why i didn't speak up uh you know I didn't speak up at work for so long was because of, you know, you get that preconceived notion people already have in their minds, what anxiety looks like, what, mm-hmm. uh, the depression one doesn't come up as much, but, um, it, it just, you know, you don't want to be seen. You don't want to be judged by a different standard. You don't want to be seen as weak. And so that's why a lot of people don't openly talk about in the workplace and that, I, I honestly think that that needs to change. I think there just needs to be, you know, mental health training and men, and, and better mental health, um, like understandings, understandings mm-hmm. in place. Because you think that 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 it leads to more misunderstanding and just like egging on the idea that we think we know what this is so we're not going to talk about it anymore right it's it's kind of like you know mm-hmm. you don't like it's like oh we're you know you know we're gonna you know we'll acknowledge that it exists but we're not going to talk about it i see which yeah. doesn't like i mean you wouldn't treat anything else that way. you wouldn't treat a you wouldn't treat like you know oh we acknowledge there's a tumor there but we're not going <laughs> to talk about it <laughs> You know, we we acknowledge that your leg is broken, but we're not going to talk about it. You know, it's like it it sounds when you put the things that people say and there's several pictures and memes on the Internet like this. You know, if people talked about the way, physical description, physical, physical ailments, the way they talked about mental ailments, like shake it off or right. why don't you just go, you know, go outside or snap out of it? You know, it's like. You know, you're, I'll snap out of my leg because yeah. literally, <laughs> like, <laughs> let me just bend like, it back into place. It's, it's like, yeah, let me let me get let me get right back up on my you know on my broken hip and and, yeah, and, and just man up and pop it into place. Or uh, if I think if I think more positively, this 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 will <laughs> yeah, stop hurting. And, stop hurting. Yeah, stop hurting. I think. I mean, yeah, I, I think it it should never be discounted as something that for one isn't causing anyone pain because it clearly is and then it's clearly you know it it should absolutely be treated the same way as any other physical ailment would be because it's just i mean it's all the body right like it exactly i mean it's half you know there's two components to there's the physical part and there's the mental part and it's you know just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it it's not it's not there That's why I mean I think it's definitely good that that now there's a there's a lot more light being shed on it and mm-hmm. it's it's a lot more uh, a lot more people are talking about it and I think that that's 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 really important and that's why I'm glad we're doing this episode so that we can you know oh yeah definitely um, it, honestly just uh, 
in the short few minutes that we've been talking you've been talking i've i feel like i've i feel better about myself in a sense because i feel like okay a lot of times i like to look at life like i don't have it as hard as other people um, right me personally right um, and so just um really talking about it makes me realize okay i don't i'm i'm good you know like i'm i'm good and i want to help people and i want to know what exactly that is and now i have like, mm-hmm. a better idea um but because you, you don't really like when you don't know something you can assume right and uh sometimes assuming exactly you know? yeah. <laughs> no i know the say yeah, yeah. no and i'm not and like again like i said before i'm by no means an expert on any i can't speak for all people with mental health because there's that's a wide range and i don't have all of them (laughs) yeah no (laughs) No, i understand um but i just want people to be able to discuss it without fear of of judgment judgment. and and i do see you know because you know you know social social media and the internet get a lot get a lot of crap for you know for so but one of the positive things has been that i have seen is people realizing hey i'm not alone in this is you know people banding together and people offering you know words of support and you know being able to be able to say these things uh out loud is 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 fantastic like i said you know we've we've come a long way you know especially you know from you know my grandfather's time when he couldn't even get diagnosed and we'll never really know for sure because you know he passed you know he passed away before there was never a diagnosis done. But you know, the if you look you know the symptoms are you know are textbook. I just think that I just want there to continue to be a discussion and continue to be a thing where it's as common like you said it's as as commonplace as if you know you got the of how you're feeling physically. You know it's like oh I'm coming down with something or it's like you know it's like you know what I'm you know there's a you know there's a 75 percent chance of panic attacks today just letting you know <laughs> you know just you know and, and well, the reports for, the reports, reports yeah, for exactly <laughs> it's like just letting you know <laughs> yeah uh you know this you know this this may happen so do you think that, that there will be like a full like a hundred percent understand or i don't think we we're ever going to completely understand the brain but i would like i would like to be able to have it be able to be discussed you know mm-hmm. in school in the workplace in society as a whole without the judgment that somebody is going crazy or you know they're they just need to snap out you know and, and that's another thing is just like you know the the language that's 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 used and some of it's you know some of it a lot of it just has to do with there needs to be more education on it and saying hey not everybody can just snap out of it, you know, for right. some, some, cause some people, you know, cause there's so many, you know, it can be anxiety and depression can be episodic. It can be situational um, not, you know, anxiety attacks, panic attacks, you know, don't look the same for all people, just a better understanding, you know, just as much as, you know, people learn about, you know, the, the, like the, um, uh, like the systems of the, you know the systems of the body you know in yeah. in in health class and science class you know there needs to be just uh, something for a, mental health and mental the health yeah the different types and right kind of, kind of like a I guess like a little chart you know, how they do again, like again, body charts yeah just like you know just yeah. you know here's some you know here it is I would like it to be more that's that's why you know in my um I've been doing um, mental health aware because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. I've been doing uh, what feel like blog posts on Facebook, but they're there's regular posts uh, encouraging the discussion of mental health, and it's 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 taken a lot out of me to even put it out there because it's coming from a very raw place and trying to like represent myself, but mm-hmm. also represent just having a conversation and that's you know i use the hashtag hashtag stop the stigma and that's a that's actually like a mental health awareness month hashtag is stop the stigma because people you know people mental health is dismissed so much and there's so there's so many misconceptions of it that we just need to 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 be able to talk about and clear up because it doesn't look the same on every anxiety doesn't look the same on everybody ADD, ADHD, depression, OCD, 
and the many other acronyms I can't come up with right now, you know, they look, you know, everybody reacts differently. Everybody has different routines. Everybody has different, they're basically not only for there to be, a, I want there to not only be a discussion, but there to be able to be awareness of uh, possibilities of treatment and possibilities of what, you know, oh, it may look like this, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, you can, I keep going back to breaking their arm because, you know, you can break your arm in any different number of ways. And just in in that sense, you know, anxiety can look uh, any number of ways. I have a certain level of anxiety right now, which is my I'm fiddling with my hands because the, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very low level of anxiety, but it's, it's it's there and trying to go back in my head and saying, oh, my God, I hope I'm saying what I want to convey. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a little tiny bit paranoid right now. Oh, no, you're fine. No worries. Like, <laughs> I, I like to I like to fidget with my hands and my eyebrows and my yeah. my neck. So I mean, yeah, eyebrows. Those are, yeah. How do you like, fidget with your eyebrows? I, they move on their own sometimes. I don't know what to <laughs> tell you, man. That's so weird. Well, yeah, the, the eyebrows do move. Yeah. Um, but it's like I'm very <laughs> like I, I am experiencing low level of anxiety right now. Just just for the record, because I want to. This is so important to me. I want to make sure that I'm conveying this correctly and that. I'm yeah, saying course. I'm I'm saying the right thing, you know, because I feel like in my head I'm going in, in circles. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. No. It's okay. We have that effect on people. <laughs> we just make everyone really anxious. <laughs> um, so going back to uh, you mentioned um, PPD earlier. PPD. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, postpartum depression. Postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. Um, so so being being a, a mom. Yes. And also you know experiencing anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. You could just go through so many changes. Right. Um, did that situation become worse or the same? Or um, any, any, how, how did that affect well, you? Well, I took um, throughout both pregnancies. I took a low uh, level of Prozac because Prozac is the the uh, Prozac is the one that has studies done to where it, it doesn't have effect on pregnant women. So that's the one they typically use. They haven't really done studies for other medications yet, but, but I was on it through um, both my, both my pregnancies uh, afterwards after I actually did not have postpartum depression. I did not have BPD. Um, what I did have, uh, especially after, especially after my son, my, my, my first child was born i had um what's 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 gone by it goes by a couple different names um it's uh there's actually a thing of postpartum anxiety which is what i had um it's not as common as ppd um but it does exist i you know i i was i was up a lot i looked it up and it's uh also goes by hyper awareness i just i was so hyper aware of duh that's the name of the thing um so hyper aware of you know and worried and Mm -hmm. anxious that i had trouble sleeping like i even if even if my son was sleeping even if gabriel was sleeping i didn't want to sleep because something might happen to him okay well i wasn't you know asleep like you know and and that could be said, you know, it's like, oh, you're a new mom. So That's, a typical mom, but a little, little it, more. It was, it was a little more like, you know, I didn't like, I felt like if I kept, you know, if I didn't have eyes on him, that like he was just going to, that something was going to, was going to happen. It was a little bit better with my, with my daughter, with my second child, with Beatrice, but no, you know, postpartum anxiety is a, is a is a thing and a hyper awareness of the situation and it 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 calmed down after after a few weeks it didn't it didn't last forever but it it was it changes the levels of the the chemicals in your brain i will say that one one thing i would uh just kind of finish off on these last few things um what would what would you say to somebody what advice would you give somebody um, battling their own illness you know just kind of what, what the first steps would be of um. uh, the first steps honestly would be to uh tell uh to well first of all to know that you're not alone um it's very easy to feel alone but know that there are so many people that are 
ready and willing and capable of helping you. That's the first thing you've got to know. And I would say, find, I would say, talk to your, uh, talk to your, your general health doctor. They can really, uh, guide you. And if, if they don't have, you know, if you don't like them or if they don't have the, you know, attitude or response you're looking for, find somebody who will, um, I would start talking, you know, like I said, with your general physician, you know, with, with trusted, with friends that you trust, or if you feel like it, like if you have counseling resources available to you, because I know in, um, in college, you know, they have, there's generally a counselor center, like along with the health center, Mm -hmm. um, that helped me out a lot in, in college. That was amazing. So basically to know you're not alone and then to find a doctor a physician a counselor that you trust that can uh, help you figure out what the right path is for you and know that uh it may not be instantaneous you you know the solution to feeling better will take time and effort and no nothing is going to work without your effort even taking medicine even taking medicine will help fix the chemicals but you still got to put in the you know put in the effort to to figure out what you actually need and to not be ashamed of if you need something different if you need something if you need a different medication if you don't like the side effects if you don't think medication is working if you think you need counseling if you think you you know to be because nobody unless people people cannot read your mind and people cannot look inside your mind so unless you tell them I love that you said unless that. <laughs> you're completely on, unless you're completely honest, the more honest you are, the more completely they can help you. And being completely honest and bare is one of the most difficult things oh oh, yeah. Yeah. in the world. And I applaud anybody, you know, that, that does that, but that's the way you get, uh, that's the way you get the best, uh, the Results. best care. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I, th- I think that comes along with, like what you said is keeping that discussion open because then people won't feel as as um, worried about expressing themselves and, mm-hmm. you know, they won't feel... Yeah, and I bet the, the actual disease just makes it even harder. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, they need to... They need to like, all these we, we all need to be able to sort of be more understanding and just be willing mm-hmm. to, to, to feel the things we're feeling right. and to not be afraid to talk about it because... When we do that, we just keep suppressing things and then it just gets a hell of a lot worse. You right. Know, like, I think right. people need yes. to be able to... Suppression you know, does not help anybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we need to be able to not only, you know, talk about the good in our life and not only shed light on the good, but also shed light on those other sides that, you know, will help people understand that this is who we are and that Mm -hmm. we need support like everyone else does. And as much as people focus on their, you know, careers or their physical health or, you know, things like that, we should also prioritize our mental health and our, you know, our state of well-being to make sure that, you know, we can keep everything balanced within our life. You know, and I think that that comes from, that comes from being able to talk about it and like having a good support system. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if like, if you know anyone who, you know, who feels that way or who is having or who is suffering from any sort of mental um, health issue being there, you know, for them and for whatever they need and just, you know, being just a friend and just understanding that if somebody confides in you about their their mental health or their, you know, whatever it may be, you know, anxiety, depression, OCD, whatever whatever it is the very fact that they're being open to you and telling you that is huge and to know what like to know what that that's not something that everybody can admit yeah so so the very that that's a good sign that they're they're comfortable with you they trust that's a huge signal of trust or sign of trust and just know that you know, if because there are people who are like, you know, well, what can I say? What can I, you know, not say? What words am I supposed to use? Ask, <laughs> honestly, uh, yeah. ask. You know, you know, do you, you know, how? Ask how can I help you? Do you want? Do you want my help? Do you want me to just listen? Do you want me to offer solutions? Do you want me to help you look for resources, or do you just want me to, to 
just be there just be there you know and the you know they will let you know like that that's you know that's not nosy that's that's being appreciative like you know i you know i tell people you know if you have like certain words or trigger phrases that give you Mm -hmm. anxiety like for example i talked about this one on on facebook the other day uh the you know somebody says we need to talk like Oh, Especially over text. Oh yeah, <laughs> you don't know the inflection or anything. Yeah. Like, or or the can I ask you something yeah. question? I have a you know they're I'm just like like I need like give me the full sentence. Like can I ask you something about your plans for this weekend? Yeah. Or we need context. we More need context. to talk about you know you know, we need to talk about child you know your child's birthday party or something like like. <laughs> You know, it's so you know things like that are helpful to you know, are are helpful to to know. Um, I never ever thought of that. So that is that is very good to know because I don't know how many people I can put in like very stressful, stressful situations, situations because of that. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sorry, yeah. everyone who I've ever talked to ever because <laughs> I do that all the time. No, that's wow, like, hey, do you want to know something? Or like, wow. Wow. Or, I'm no. sorry, people. Uh, you know, or can I? Can, no, my my husband does that a lot. Too. And my husband, know, like my like, God bless him. You know, he's he's another saint for for putting up. I put up with my. You know, he puts up with my crazy. I put up with his crazy. But uh, you know, he'll say he'll he'll trail off. He's like, so I wanted to talk about, and I'm like, what? Like, like elaborate, please. You know, but. Yeah, that, you know, so, like, don't, you don't need to tiptoe, like, if somebody confesses to you, like, oh, I have anxiety, I have depression, you don't need to know everything about it, but if there's some, you know, if you need to know, like, you know, ways of supporting them, like, if they're prone to panic attacks or anxiety attacks, you know, you know, just ask them, you know, they, you know, I can speak for myself saying, I won't get fit, like, if somebody's asked me, it's like, okay, what are your signs that you're about to have a panic attack? Like, I appreciate somebody, you know, knowing that Mm -hmm. because, you know, not everybody handles it the same way, you know, but if you, again, if you want to know, just, just ask. And I want to, I want people to get that comfortable with, with talking about it and saying, you know, here's where I am on a scale of anxiety today. (laughs) Like, you know, know, the, you know, I'm towards the low end, I'm towards the high end, I'm somewhere in the middle. So. I like how you do, um, this whole time, you pretty much read my mind of every question that I was going to ask you, and you pretty much answered it. So I just want to oh, say kudos. <laughs> no, kudos, kudos. I love that. I mean, well, yeah. you did say. Well, you did say. <laughs> you um, did. I have latent powers. Right. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, you did send me a list of yeah, questions. Yeah, like, It's been. No, but that's good. I've been ruminating in my head because I'm like, I don't want to sound like an idiot. <laughs> Dude, me too. Like, I've been so stressed yeah. out. Here's, like, man, here's, I got to make sure not to say anything stupid. Here's the th- here's no, but here's the thing. It, and I will go on tangent, so please stop me. No, we love tangents. We love tangents. <laughs> yeah, but this doesn't need to last for days. <laughs> this doesn't need to be a Titanic length tangent. <laughs> we had a discussion earlier about Titanic people. <laughs> a little side, go side watch it behind behind the scenes <laughs> joke. Um, one thing that annoys my husband is that I, you know, um, he's he's an optimist and so like you know he's like like, uh, like he's not like sunshine and rainbows optimist like annoyingly optimistic i was about to say because like, that comes in the word no <laughs> no and like he was funny because i'm very much a realist so we're when we're faced with a stressful situation i'm just like okay i have to imagine the i have to imagine the worst possible outcome so I can prepare for that. That's that's how I cope. I cope like, okay, how could this situation possibly go? And he he's like, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you possibly have to imagine the worst case scenario? And I said, because that helps me feel at ease. Because I'm like, if I know how I'm going to handle the worst case scenario, then... Uh, then if something that's not the worst case scenario happens, I know I can deal with that. You know, I, I would say I'm a, uh, I'm a realist. I'm an optimistic realist, <laughs> but I'm I, straight I up a pessimist dog. Like, <laughs> I used to be, can't go wrong, will go wrong. I, I used to be, I used to be straight up pessimist. Now I'm just like, I'm more of a realist. I'm like, I would like to, you know, I would like to, Air on the side of optimism, but I'd I'm like just to like, think that good things happen. Right? I would like to think about it. I'm just like, let's be real. <laughs> let's be real here. It's like, so. Well, 
uh, in conclusion, I would say just just don't be an asshole, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's um, pretty much. Yeah, that's, you I know mean, what? That's that, I think that that's <laughs> that's that probably that the most the, the most things. important important rule. Like if you whatever lifestyle you follow that's or just whatever a good general <laughs> the rule. thing to do is just don't be an asshole. Everything yeah. else you can get away with, but just don't be an asshole. But and, to 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 put it a different way, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to end on a philosophical note, um, I have um, my favorite set. My favorite saying, and this is when I try to like my mantra, like my life mantra, is uh, it's a quote by Plato. It says, uh, be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a harder battle, is the quote. And uh, I just try to live my life by that because you just, you have no idea what somebody else is going through. So just, you know, be be open and communicate and 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 be aware and yeah, don't, don't, don't be a pain in the neck. Yeah. (laughs) Because I mean, everyone, I think on a certain level, everyone, well, because we all have emotions and we all have things like that so i think everyone you know has their battles and it's just about whether the way that we perceive them and the way that we react to them Mm. um is what changes so you can't just assume that you know someone who dropped their phone and it cracked you know Mm -hmm. is not going to be as devastated as you know other situations so i mean i think if we're just you know if we're kind for everyone that we meet is fighting a a be hard kind battle. for everyone you yeah. meet is hard battle. Mm-hmm. I think that we're uh, that's a good that's that's a really good way to live, and it's it's a good way to uh, to not be an asshole. I, <laughs> I I try I try my very best to live by that. I'm you know I'm only human, uh, oh, yeah. but yeah. Uh, you know sadly the, we're only human. We're only human. <laughs> the human condition. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think it's important to just have this discussion and be open about it as well and just uh, listen sometimes. Absolutely. Um, and also, I mean, I think it's also important that pe- people who like who do suffer from these things, like you said, shouldn't feel like they're alone. And they should, I mean, as hard as it is to talk about things like that, I think that that's the first step and probably the most important step is... is, is um, you know, confining it's, with somebody. Yeah, it's, about it's, things and like it's, this. And and and, su- and suffer can be used. It can also be said, you know, this it's just uh it these things it, people that are you know more accurate be like, you know, something they're you know, like it it it's a it's a battle. There have been days where the depressive ever I went through a period of time early on in my teaching career where I dropped weight very i was going through a very stressful time i dropped weight very rapidly because i was so depressed and so anxious i could barely eat i dropped like 12 pounds in 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 a month it, it was bad and people were like oh you know what are you doing why you know oh, like yeah. you look up i'm like no trust me you don't want to be on this like, diet what are you doing a depression depression anxiety doing. you don't want to be stress you know stress oh, man. but like you know the literally the only reason i was like getting up and out this was back when i was you know when i was also single i didn't have i only had pets like you know my pet needed me to get out of bed uh i needed to pay rent and you know that's important and there were there were you know there were a bunch of you know there are 20 uh something five-year-olds who you know who needed you know me more than i needed myself so you know even if your reason for getting out of bed is you know you know i need to pay the rent or like i need to feed my pet you know you know it's one you know sometimes you can only survive from you know Somebody's like you know. Some people say one day at a time. You can take it one moment at a time. It's it's the little the little battles as you know? needed. Yeah, exactly. The little victories. The are little what? victory. The little battles and the little victories. Like you know, it's like, yay! I I I got up and went outside today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> woohoo! Yeah, yeah. No, those yeah. things like that yeah. should be celebrated. Yeah. When no, it's, it's like it, you know, because that's you know, com- coming you know, that's like when I had to learn how to walk again. Like you know, every little bit like is like you don't take a single step of progress for granted exactly um and the same is true with mental health as it is with physical health mm-hmm. Ooh, i'm getting deep yeah man that's <laughs> the point <laughs> deep, bro. <laughs> well uh i think that pretty much wraps it up so okay. um thank you guys for listening once again and uh, make sure you like comment subscribe and 
give us money. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, he's no, not kidding. No. Please do. <laughs> Why not? Uh, we'll benefit please, from it. Please support the. Please support this <laughs> podcast in any by like, sharing, subscribing, or if you feel the need to give a few dollars, that would be great too. Yes, buying our. I like, I like how she makes everything sound so much better. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I've done this. Not a, sound like idiots. I I've done this a few times. Yeah. All right. It's nice to have someone <laughs> experienced. <laughs> Alrighty. All right, bye. That's it.